Welcome back. On this episode, we continue the series In Your Skin, where I interview each different type. Um, and I talk, give different questions about what it feels like to be in the skin of a certain type. So you can hear from the different types um, and hear how they describe, how they live, how they feel about different questions and around their lives and their type. And so on this episode, I have Zara, who knows Enneagram pretty, pretty, pretty well. And is doing amazing things down in Florida. But one thing you're going to hear the difference if you listen to my other episodes about types. The Enneagram 2, one of the challenges that they all have is making sure they understand and take care of themselves because they're great at taking care of others. And so sometimes that comes across as sometimes struggling um, like in an interview to be focused on self when I ask questions for them and making sure they have the responses they need. So you're going to hear that a little bit from Zara as much as she knows the Enneagram because if she was talking to another two or anybody else, she would be she would have the words and the descriptions and the feelings and the emotions and everything you would need to communicate with them but when the questions are posed towards her it becomes a little bit more challenging and there's a lot of work for her so i think it's going to be real interesting to hear this episode she gives some really great insight and some um some misunderstandings that people have of twos and maybe even twos have of themselves that she speaks on that is very important i think to listen to so we're about to go ahead and get into the show thank you so much for listening have a good time welcome to do it for the gram and enneagram podcast with your host certified enneagram coach milton stewart i am super excited today because i have an amazing guest on here and my guest is Zara Muhammad Ali, an intuitive life coach at With Zara. She empowers highly sensitive women to connect mind, body, and spirit and discover their purpose through yoga and the Enneagram. How you doing, Zara? I'm great, Milton. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. Can you speak to a little bit more of what you do? Because it's absolutely amazing what you do. Can you speak to the audience just a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Okay. So I am what I call an intuitive life coach. So a lot of people have heard of life coaching. Um, being an Enneagram too, my intuition is a really strong part of my identity. So mm -hmm. that's something I like to help clients with through is like using my Enneagram number, but really it's helping them understand through what our, through our Western understanding of the brain and our yoga concept of the brain is learning that through the yoga, we can calm our minds and it becomes easier to observe the patterns of our Enneagram type and to make conscious choices as opposed to habitual um, unconscious choices that we all tend to make in the average ranges of our numbers. So we can become more grounded, more healthy and live in that higher perspective. Mm. Love that for the audience. Me and you, we don't we don't go back like four flats on a Cadillac, but we go back to this very intensive week um in the enneagram and so for the audience i usually tell them it was the most mentally challenging and emotionally draining week i've ever had in my life <laughs> and it's funny that you say that because like as a seven it's an emo the emotional depth of it was intense but even as a two who is like i'm full of emotional well by the end of that i was like nobody really understands what exactly has been brought up and unearthed here that we all just needed to we remember when we were sitting on the beach we all just stood in silence for like a good two minutes so so true super silence looking at the water and the sun 
just decompressing like oh my gosh this emotional experience we've all been through like learning a lot but like also diving into ourselves yeah absolutely absolutely amazing i remember i'm glad you brought that moment up because that was that just kind of like brought it all to like a beautiful like close you know mm -hmm. it was it was a lot it was beautiful it was, i don't know how to you know me and like communicating emotional words. So I'm working on, I'm studying emotions right now because um, I don't readily, you know, work on them. So um, it's something I'm studying the words to use, but it's like, I guess, serene and um, this uh, happy peace almost. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a moment of like almost pure bliss. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So we'll go ahead and get into this. All right. So Ginger always says that, um, our teacher, and I'm pretty sure the audience has probably heard me mention Ginger before, um, she says that you don't find the Enneagram, the Enneagram finds you. So how did the Enneagram find you? Ooh, that is such a true statement. So um, I, was, I was 19 or 20 years old, and I was in, I'll just go ahead and say it, a very average to unhealthy two range. I was like very possessive over friendships. I was like getting lost in other people. There mm -hmm. was a lot of not knowing who I was. And I went to go visit my cousin that summer. And she is about 10 years older than me. She just happened to really love the Enneagram. And she at the time, she was just sharing it with everyone. And she shared it with me. And I took it and ran with it. <laughs> and as a two, for the first couple of years, I was like, Oh, my gosh, I have this tool that I can help people with. And it's like, the whole point of being a two and being in the Enneagram and doing that work is realizing like, yeah, you're the work you're avoiding doing is your inner work. So you're going out and trying to help other people do theirs. Mm -hmm. And so for the last, I guess, almost 10 years, I've really been diving into it. I'd say in the last four or five, it's really clicked and I've started to see a shift in how I am in the world, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. And so um, what has the Enneagram done for you? Um, I, the number one thing I would say, and this is like such an interesting thing, that's such a two thing is that it's improved my relationships. Oh, yeah. Like on a very deep level, because as the two, you're always in that identity of being the helper and like you unconsciously are manipulating everyone in your life. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm going to help them and then they're going to do this thing for me. <laughs> unconscious, like that's, what, that's how it works. And then coming to realize like, oh my gosh, I don't actually do things for people because I'm nice. I do things for people because I want them to think I'm nice. Which is right. a very different thing. So now it's, I would say I have such a better sense of self, which for twos is like, that's one of our biggest things is to be like, I love being alone now. Mm. I used to be very always around, very much around people all the time. And now it's like, no, I need to retreat. I need to retreat. Right. Because I think one of the amazing parts is that, um, that you said during our intensive week is that um, you had to rearrange, adjust, and change uh, a lot of the structures of your relationships. Can you speak upon that a little bit? So restructuring my relationships was, it's been quite an interesting process. And I definitely still think it's something that I undergo every day, but it's, it, it really started to be 
an issue because as I was doing more of the Enneagram work and realizing like, hey, you're doing things not from the right place. Right. Um, I started to have to figure out how I was going to communicate that to people. Because when you set up all your relationships that you were the doer of everything, like, oh, you need me to help you move? Yes, I'll drive over there. Oh, you need me to help you finish a project? Of course I'll help. <laughs> everything you need, I will do because I need you to love me. Uh-huh. And it became, well, you should love me even if I can't do anything for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it started to be an issue where with some people it became, you know, you're a bad friend now. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not a bad friend. If you need me, I will show up and do what I can do. But I'm not volunteering my time anymore. Unwant- like twos love this thing where it's like, or need anticipators. So if you need something and you just say you need it, I will, I have to stop myself from instantly going, I'll do it. <laughs> and then, cause immediately after the, I'll do it in the back of my head, I'm going, I don't want to do this. Right. And then I'm building up a resentment list of like, oh, I did this thing for Sarah or whoever so-and-so. And now she owes me one. Like, mm-hmm. that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would definitely say now my friendships are a lot more balanced. It's a lot easier to, I still struggle, honestly, with communicating my needs to friends. And I've developed a lot healthier relationships because those people are also working on boundaries and they're, un- you know, because as twos, we're unaware of what our boundaries are. Oof. I'm like feeling some real two ego popping up right now. I just want to ask you about your stuff in your life, but I realized that I'm like, <laughs> now, this interview is about you and the twos listening and people who obviously know and love and are in a relationship with twos. Yeah. I like, I'm torn between going on forever and not going on at all. Cause I'm like, I don't know what people want to hear. And it's like that, that they want to hear that you as a two are like, what do I want to hear? What do people want? Right. But no, this is this is all about you, your two-ness. And if you need to go on and on, that is fine. I will cut in if I need to. But hey, we're just going to go with it. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So um, what would guide me with a question here? Yeah. Okay. So um, just for the audience, I think it's very important. If you are a two and if you have a two that's really close to you, I think it's so important to look at the structure of the relationship. Like Zara was just saying, it is so important because I know um, a lot of twos who the structure of a lot of their relationships are just uh, a codependency, I guess I would say, or people are just used to them doing everything for them. And so they kind of take twos for granted in a certain sense. And so like looking at those structures of relationships are like super important and changing them if they're not if they're not beneficial for both people and it's both people aren't being helped and served and loved and it's just more of like a one-way street twos healthy relationship structure is so important does your workplace stink because the culture sucks are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you said yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance. 
we use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development, ultimately turning self-awareness into self-mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines. Contact Kaizen Careers at K-A-I-Z-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R-S dot com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or give us a call at 901-334-1644. Yes, and it's like we identify so much of ourselves in our lives and all the meaning basically comes from the relationships we have. So it's like when you have those unstructured relationships where you are the entire giver, right? then those the that's not healthy and more more likely your life is not healthy as mm -hmm. a not in a judgmental way just in like a you right. can't yeah it's like the oxygen mask you have to put yours on first oh yes that is like a, my 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 dad has always said this to me growing up and until i started working with the enneagram i didn't really realize what he meant <laughs> and i was like oh right because i just want to go around the plane and put everyone else's oxygen mask on, but I will actually pass out. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. And so we're speaking on, you, you spoke on some of the things that um, twos struggle with, which is um, overly helping and setting up relationships um, lopsided and not really checking on their own needs. So can you speak on some of the beauty of being a two? Uh, I love being in two and this is kind of also why I do the work I like to do is because I can tap into an emotion like an emotional space with someone almost if I'm present in myself it's very easy for me to feel mm -hmm. what everyone else is experiencing mm. um, and it is nice to know that I can be the person who if you need something I will if I can be there I will be there right so there, there is like some, there is a lot of beauty in that and hmm, benefits to being a two. This is, yeah, this is tough. This is a tough question for twos. Yeah, because it, it, it becomes an issue too, because the things we like about being a two, which is being helpful, also become our downfalls. Right. Because I don't know. I mean, with a seven, it's like, oh, I'm fun and exciting and I like to do lots of stuff. You know, it's easy. You guys do lots of stuff. It's easy to say, but like, because our, I would say our strength mm -hmm. people is like being, being able to assess other people. And I don't mean that in the logical way that it sounded, right, 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 right. but um, that ability to really meet people where they're at uh, and be judgment free. I think that is a very very beautiful thing to do and like I would say when I was unhealthy in my life I don't think I ever had any two friends obviously because how can two average like two average unhealthy twos be friends because all they want to do is give to each other it's very stressful um right. but now that I'm a healthier version of myself it's fascinating because I love having relationships with other twos because they, we literally can gripe about the not being, like, not being appreciated, but at the same time, like, I have one, two friend, and our conversations are like, oh my gosh, you are so amazing, I love you, I am so appreciative of you, you would do so much for me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, really just, it, 
and I don't mean it, it a little bit feeds the ego, but it gives us what we need to feel appreciated and seen in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think something I think that's amazing about twos, I don't think any type, every type obviously knows how to love and can learn how to love people better. But I don't think any type, especially when a two is healthy, knows how to naturally love people intimately in a way that truly builds them up. You know, I'm talking about when they're when a two is like present and they are healthy. I don't think anyone knows necessarily at a natural state just how well to love somebody in order to build them up, to make them feel welcome, to make them feel whole, complete. I don't think there's another type that it becomes it's, it's instinctual, you know, mm, and that's what it is. It's instinctual is a great word for it, because I and it makes it, um, I feel like it's kind of a jerk saying it because it's like, but it's really easy to love people and very intuitive to me when I'm present in myself. Like, I don't have to think about how I can help you. I'm naturally just able to like feel into what you need and do it, mm -hmm. which is like, it is, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. And I think on top of that too, something that I think goes overlooked with twos which is another beauty is how hard twos work. Like, oh my goodness, because of all of the helping, the good or bad side of it, you know, the healthy or unhealthy side, like twos work really hard, like, and they work a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think that's why, and I don't mean it, like, I seem to say this a million times, I don't mean it in like an egotistical, but twos are kind of like the unsung heroes of the Enneagram. And I don't mean it in like twos are better than anyone else, but it's that when we're in a group of people, we're doing the work of gauging everyone's emotional state. Is everyone feeling comfortable? And it's like, if someone in a group is feeling uncomfortable, I can almost like my eyes are drawn to them and I can just be like, Hey, you know, Hey, blah, 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 blah. And then at that point they're calm and comfortable and I can, I can ease off them. Right. And that's like, Nobody notices that work. And of course, you are kind of a jerk if you're calling it out and being like, remember that time that Milton was sitting in the corner and I made him feel nice? <laughs> I gauged his emotional state. And most of the time, we're not aware we're doing that either because it's like, like you were saying, it's our, it's our instinctual response. Mm -hmm. Gift, yeah. But, and that's what makes it hard to restructure and that's also made it really hard to restructure friendships is because how do you express to people like I do so much work you weren't unaware of because <laughs> <laughs> that is like the two the resentment laundry list builds and then you start rattling off like you know remember that time I helped you move? I'm, I'm gonna say helped you move a lot because I've done a lot of moving in my life <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, like remember that time I helped you move and I ordered pizza and all of these things that I did. That's ego. But at the same time, you have to be able to look and say, yeah, this is balance. Like I'm doing these things for this person. Am I feeling like I'm getting what I need in return? Right. Or the appreciation. Sorry, that was a little off topic. No, 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 no. It's fine because I think of it like every type has that. It's that balance you just spoke of, whereas like a seven, for instance, I come in and I'm like, like silly, making people laugh, all of this stuff. And then on the flip side, when it's time to be serious, I'm mad when people can't take me serious. And so it's this weird balance, like you just said. Like for the two, it's like, I'm very helpful. I'm going out my way to help. 
But then at the same time, you on the other end, people are looking at you like, um, don't you supposed to do this all the time? What? This is just what you do, right? It's like, no, this is this is supposed to be out the goodness of my heart, you know, but I'm doing all these other things. You're going out your way to help. But people are like, oh, OK, and they're normal. Hopefully you have found some value in this podcast episode. You can help to keep this podcast going by supporting us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a site where you can support content providers. Podcasts are free to listeners, but not free for creators. It actually costs money and definitely time to produce consistent and weekly podcasts. I podcast because I want to reach people and change our community through the Enneagram. If you want to help in that by supporting me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash do it for the gram. Yeah, it becomes because that people just believe that's who you are. Right. And it's like, yes, this is who I am. But like who I am also likes to be appreciated and likes when people, you know, like owl. I think men get weirded out by this the most. And you're a man in the South. And I noticed you did it when we were at the conference too, is I always hold the door open. Right. And I always, and even especially for men, because I feel like, you know, sometimes men want to have the door hold op- held open for them too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and I find that, and especially like in this, I live in Florida, so I live in the South, is like some men get really thrown and off it- that. Yeah, yeah. It's little things like that. I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry, this might need to be edited out and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um no 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 but but I, I i get what you're saying it's just uh the helping thing and i've i've experienced that i have a friend here who's not from the south and she is not for uh when people are like all right ladies go eat first and she's like no she was like everyone should just go and get in line and i'm like okay like got you like no one's like <laughs> I'm I'm not offended that you go first, but I get what you I get where you're going at, you know, and I, I appreciate. It. So, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and I don't mean it in like I'm an anti-chivalry. I think it's nice when people hold the door open for me, but instinctually I just always think to hold the door open for people. And it's like in areas where men are more hold the door open kind of people, you're like, oh yeah, I have to accept hold someone holding the door for me, and it feels so weird. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, I think another thing about twos is learning to accept help. Right. Yeah. Even that like brings up such a gut reaction to me because it's like, oh, someone's going to do something for me. And that's really all we want. That's why we're meeting everyone's needs is so that people will do things for us. But when people actually want to be helpful and be supportive and are being good friends and partners or all of these things where like, oh, let me switch back to the helper role. I don't like this. It's uncomfortable. Right. So what is something that has helped you um, to be able to um, learn how to you know, accept help or um, something you've learned that has helped you to actually allow people to take care of you? What, what are some things that twos can do or that you do? That's a great question. Um, to learn to accept help. As you can see, this has taken me a long time to come across because I'm like, oh yeah, I do, I do have to accept help. Um, but I think the first and foremost, any two that has is starting to do inner work, has done a little inner work, wants to do their work, like with the Enneagram, learn to be alone. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think I ever could have accepted help before I learned to be alone. 
because I was always looking for help, but I didn't know how to accept it because I didn't actually know what, we don't know what we want. Right. So being on your own helps you really know what you want. And then really working on that pride issue because what it, we don't want to ask for help because there's so much shame and pride around it. Mm-hmm. And we love, we love being seen as like needless. But, you know, that being by yourself helps you realize, like, I am not needless. Like, I have needs. Like, right now, I need to eat or I need to take a nap. Oh, the sleep thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, twos, I feel like this is a struggle for so many twos. I know we don't know when we're tired when we're in a group of people. Wow. Okay. Because we're so tuned in to what everyone else needs. Mm. So it's like, compl- and I do this. I, I mean, I did this even the other day. And it's like, I'm aware of this. I like sleep regularly. And I think sleep is so important because, you know, I never knew when I was tired for so many years. I'd be like, yeah, we can hang out till four in the morning. And it's like, no, no, no. you were tired at like 11. <laughs> so yeah, choose like get plenty of sleep. That's the takeaway from that. But yeah, learning to accept help is being by yourself, knowing what you need, and then starting to find people who you can ask for help because mm. it's it really is there's so much there's so much stress around it like I have a friend and like most of our relationship is discussing boundaries because we're both like boundary people right and even though we discuss boundaries all the time and what we need and what we want I had to express a boundary to her in this past week and it wasn't a major boundary it was like such a minor thing I spent two days mulling it over, figuring out what I was going to say, how I was going to say it. But you have to find those people that you feel comfortable with to say it. Because as soon as I said it, she was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Totally fine. Easy. Yeah. And then if I, but if I ask someone who maybe we didn't talk about boundaries all the time, you know what I mean? Someone who has done all that work, I'm stressed out because I know they're not going to handle it well. So there's that too. Right. Okay. So what is the most, what would you say the most misunderstood um, thing about twos in your opinion? Most misunderstood. We are not nice people. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yes. We are not nice. Like everyone thinks we're out here being like, you know, Christ-like, which because we are so, we want to give away all our needs. And like, I don't know if you've done any research into the fact that people believe Jesus Christ was a two. Oh my goodness. Uh not going to say that, but yeah. yes, I've seen it before. I, I, because I, I just have heard it and so many people talk about the ending. I'm like, Jesus was a two. And I'm like, I don't no, know. No. But you didn't, I can see it because of the martyrdom. Right, 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 right. Other numbers also do that as well. And it's like, you didn't know him, so you can't judge him. Right. Um, but that idea of that, we are really nice people just looking for nice things. You know what I mean? Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're actually really selfish people. <laughs> <laughs> Because everything we're doing is designed for us to get something. At the average level, twos, threes, fours, image types, we're actors. We live on a, we are always performing on a stage for everyone. And twos is by doing nice things. So it's like, we're not actually that nice. If a two tells you like, I'm just a nice person, be like, I want to hear like what you're authentically, you know, like I want to, I want you to be a sick person, not a nice person. Because that's one of the things I've had to let go about myself is I used to be like, oh, but I'm so nice. I'm so nice. And it's like, "Eh." (laughs) are you? (laughs) And it's like, now I'm like, no, I'm an authentic person. Like, I'm a good person. And I'm an authentic person. 
but I don't like nice is nice for twos when twos are nice people they have no boundaries probably on this quick break I just want to tell you a little bit about the event I have coming up that I'm super excited about Enneagram 901 presents intro to the Enneagram. It's my first public community event that I'm having. I'm creating an environment and a community around the Enneagram in Memphis that has not been done. And so if you're in the Memphis area and you want to come and learn more about the Enneagram and also meet and connect with other people uh, in a community around the Enneagram, please come out May 2nd at 6 p.m. at Lunchpad uh, in Memphis. And if you're not in the Memphis area, I will be putting this on Facebook and uh, Instagram live. Uh, one of my mentees is a pro at doing all this stuff, so I'm going to let him lead the way on that. And so you can also watch from there as well. Um, anything else? I'd just be excited to hear from you. So um, you have anything else you want to, um, like any other words of wisdom you want to close it out with before I just close it all out? I don't know if this is words of wisdom, but if there are any twos out there listening and if you find yourself falling into reactive states, be by yourself. <laughs> Learn to be by yourself as a two. Sleep. Um, yeah, no, not really. I wish I had something beautiful and wise to say, but. No, that was, that right there is super perfect because everything else you talk about comes more aligned when twos have time to be with themselves mm -hmm. you know boundaries yeah. relationship structures knowing what you actually want out of life th that comes from what you just said like actually taking time to be with self yeah and stop with the codependency man that mm. is i call myself i always say i'm a recovering codependent because yeah. i could i could easily fall back into that trap you know what i mean because it's mm -hmm. like if I just I let go and stuff. So as a two, be always aware of falling into codependent stuff. And yeah, yeah, being by yourself is beautiful and wonderful. And you're actually probably a really authentic, great person if you just spent some time with yourself. Love that. So Zara, go ahead and let the audience know where they can meet you, where they, I mean, not where they can meet you, where they could find you on social media and your businesses and everything you're doing. Okay. Um, well, you cannot meet me in person. I don't, I'm probably not going to give my address away if you really don't. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram first and we can talk about it at um, <laughs> with Zara underscore. So my name is spelled Z-A-H-R-A. Uh, if you are interested in getting to know more about my coaching programs, you can check out my website, which is with Zara.com. And if you are very curious to see how my personal journey is going, I have my writing Instagram and website at from Zara. So yeah, options to check me out. Super awesome. Thank you so much, Zara, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. All right. So just wrapping it up for anyone who are also looking to in the Memphis area, to um, get coaching or consulting work through the Enneagram. If you're not going with Zara, you can also go with Milton at KaizenCareers.com. That's KaizenCareers.com where you can find it on um, online. And then also you can go to DoItForTheGramPodcast.com. If you subscribe, there is a free Enneagram tool gift there for you. 
And besides that, all I can think of is, like Zara said, um, twos, when you are starting to get emotionally reactive and things are going a little bit crazy, before you explode, think about it, check, go be alone, and do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course. Bye. <laughs>